Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Lost in Translation. This time we're covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 32, Who Are You? This time I'm joined by just the monster in my closet because I'm by my lonesome. As Quinn and Chloe were unable to record, but they did record their thoughts together, which I'll edit in like I usually do when I'm doing it solo uh, with the monster in my closet. So just some quick housekeeping. So in relation to the Quinn and Chloe quick comments, they'd like to apologize for the fact that they called Betsumon Bellusmon by mistake in their recording multiple times. I don't think they list, they actually didn't say Betsumon at all. So if you hear Bellusmon, that's, that's who they're referring to. So uh, just a quick synopsis before we get into it. So Gammon is meeting with a friend, but gets replaced by Betsumon. Not only does everyone think that Betsumon is Gammon, nobody can actually recognize Gammon. Betsumon plans to replace the whole dorm with the Betsumon, and Hiro invites the real Gammon to a picnic along with the Betsumon Gammon, and Gammon then eats a lot of chocolate and Betsumon is unable to keep up with him. This makes Hiro realize that Gammon is Gammon, and then Gammon evolves to Canon Weissmon, defeats the Betsumon, and then Clockmon appears just to reveal that he knew it was Betsumon the entire time because apparently there's been a bunch of uh, Digimon being replaced by Betsumon. So that was not helpful at all because Clockmon uh, was approached by Gammon earlier and he did not recognize him. So it was not helpful there at all. So with all that out of the way, let's go over to Quinn Chloe's quick comments. Happy July 2nd, everybody. Yeah, uh, apologies for audio. There's probably going to be uh, pops in the background because it's uh, American Imperialism Weekend. Yep. Um, so since it's happy July 2nd, there might be some fireworks that make their way into the recording. Hopefully not, but if you hear some pops, don't be too surprised. Mm -hmm. uh, so, highlights. Um, I was really into the visual style of this episode. Yes. Ugh. Yes, so Very much. good. Uh, Bellismon is awful looking, and I love it. It was so well done. Which one? Uh, the the villain. Bellismon, I think. Oh, Bellismon, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just looks awful, and I hate them, and it's perfect for, for what the episode is. Uh, you think so? I, I, I kind of disagree. Any, but, well, I'll save that for the lowlights. Sure, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I, though, I, I really liked a lot of the kind of small things that they did this episode. Um, so I, I liked that they actually did a full-on splash screen for this episode title instead of just having it be a little banner over the animation. Mm -hmm. I like how they cut to that. Um, I liked how uh, they didn't do the usual eye-catch sound bite when we came back. Um there was one other thing that they did that I really liked, but I forgot to write it down, dang it. Um, just, like, yeah, the, the especially in the rain, the some of the rain animations were top-notch. Yeah, they really were. Um, yeah, just the, the dark, the spooky, the Dutch angles. A lot of this episode has, a, has just a lot of highlights to it, uh, mm -hmm. visually. Um, yeah, I really, it's, uh, for me, I really liked... Uh, what this episode could have been, and mm. I quite liked what it was, but I still have my misgivings. I definitely have uh, some downsides. That said, the story itself, you know, body snatching is uh, an oldie but a goodie, and they they did it fairly well, I thought. Uh, I guess, yeah. Are, well, are we ready to move into lowlights so I can express my thoughts uh, on that? Sure. 
Okay, you don't have any more highlights? Uh, oh, I have one more highlight, uh, yeah. which you might have already said. I can't remember now. But the new outro is incredible. I love it's, it so it's much. It's quite a banger. Um, also, just the scene with Mekumon is great. It's affecting. I love that uh, Mekumon is done with a, a more masculine-coded voice this time. And just, I'm really into the, yep, I'm probably going to disappear because no one believes me about who I am. Yeah. Even me at this point. Mm-hmm. Ah, so it was good. good. It was very evocative of another show that I'm known to quite like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it, so it doesn't count. Saki. Saki yep. is the anime we're talking about. <laughs> yes, yes. The one about magical girl Mahjong. Mm-hmm. That's um, the thing you're known for. Yeah. Okay, so uh, ready for lowlights? Yeah. Okay, so I really liked the tone of this episode, except for the parts that actually dealt uh with Bellismon. Yeah. I I really wish I feel like this ep- the, oh, this episode could have been so good if the villain was more like visibly sinister rather than just feeling like slapstick all the time. I can see where you're coming from. I definitely uh, like liked the appearance of Bellismon, especially in the the costumes, way better than, you know, the actual fight in particular. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely get where you're coming from on that. Yeah, I just like and the like I also didn't really like it's weird. I almost would have rather that they didn't give them a motivation and just have them be, you know, like agents of chaos. Mm-hmm. Although I know among the astute listeners out there, there are probably those of you who think, but Chloe, if they didn't give it a uh, <laughs> a motivation, then you'd be complaining about how they don't have a motivation. Yes, yes you would. Uh, and I acknowledge that, but <laughs> in this case, I stand by it anyway. <laughs> That's fine. Um, because, yeah, I just, they gave them a motivation, but it's still kind of nebulous as to what it was. They were just, this is like a stepping stone to bigger and better things for them. But what bigger and better things? I don't know. Uh, from there we conquer the world, I guess, is what we're supposed to infer. But guess, it's definitely but like, a lot. And I feel like they didn't need to start by going after the three people most likely to put an end to this yeah well and on that note there was no reason for them to just stand there and get attacked but they sure just did yep um hero was just kind of unforgivably stupid this episode yeah um but yeah so i i feel like if if the villain had been more yeah if the if the villain had been more sinister and was more motivated like i'm just doing this because i think it's fun and i'm here to ruin your life and what are you going to do to stop me that would have been a lot better than oh yeah you know this is just a a step in our plans for world domination because it's very important that we start with this particular dorm because reasons I think if I were writing it, there would have been one Bellismon just trying to take Gammon's place in particular. And Yeah, I was actually or, kind of surprised to learn that there was more than one. Yeah, or, you know, I even would have, uh, I would have definitely been okay with still including the Mekumon scene, and you just have, you know, yeah, there's this one, and he's the worst person, and he just goes around serially ruining lives, and that mm-hmm. would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it could have been a lot better if it was a bit more nefarious rather than, like I said before, just feeling kind of slapstick throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, uh, the resolution felt really easy to me, like overly easy. It's just, oh yeah, you know, Gamamon loves chocolate so much that 
that saves the day. Yeah, I get it, because they're... So that's that's was going to be in my miscellaneous thoughts, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say it here. Um, so, like, I definitely wish that we didn't do the chocolate thing as much as we do. On the other hand, they picked a thing and they've stuck with it, so I guess I won't hate on it too much, you know? It wasn't chocolate saves the day, it was... You know, there was one very clearly identifiably different thing about the real Gammon, so that's cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. The, I... the added scene where he doesn't like sweets, the the Bellasmon, mm-hmm. was a little much, though. Yeah. I was also a little disappointed that we didn't get Gulus Gammon this episode, because I think they could have done a lot of interesting things with that. Um, kind yeah. of had yeah, Gammon we connect with his direction. inner Gulus a bit more by, you know, when, when feeling all neglected and uh, forgotten or whatever. Mm-hmm. It would have been interesting to, you know, see a little bit more Gammon in Gulus Gammon or a little bit more Gulus in uh, yeah, Gulus Gammon and regular Gammon or, you know, uh, anything. what's happening really. and then just go ape shit on yeah you know the person who wronged you because hero won't talk to you yeah yeah exactly so i was a little bummed that we didn't get that not uh you know not something that really dragged down my rating of it but it was something that i was a little disappointed by um Mm -hmm. and another thing that i kind of mentioned earlier but i also wrote down here and wanted to stress again is that it seemed like the bellisman were not like visibly significantly more impacted by Canon Weissman's attack compared to Wesen Gamamon's attack. But yeah. the second time it just kinda worked because they won the fight. Because... The writers didn't have time to squeeze in a better resolution. Yep. And both Pretty times much. they just kinda stood there and got attacked because yep. Yeah. They're not really a fighter type Digimon. So the only thing they had was numbers. But okay, they but they don't do have, anything. like, you know, any survival instinct to get out Apparently of the way. Not. Yeah, like, it, it was it was a little lower budget, but, you know, they were making a lot of hay out of what they could earlier in the episode with that constraint. So, eh, yeah, it, it wasn't great, but it was fine. I, it, it, it detracted from the experience for me. That's fair. But, yeah, I think you have at least one more. I think I do, but I've forgotten what it was. Okay, then I will start the sentence, then I'll let you finish it. Uh, (laughs) Clockmon? Oh, Clockmon was so useless. Oh my god. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for the reminder. Yep. (laughs) A Clockmon who in no way at any point did anything helpful and then just showed up to go, Aha! It's just as I suspected, apparently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. He's just showing up to save face because he really wants the viewer to forget that he just failed to recognize Gammon two minutes ago. Yeah, which, you know, it's fine. It's magic that it worked on people who never encountered, or, well, I guess only briefly encountered Bellismon. It's it's a lot, but mm-hmm. whatever. But then, yeah, I don't feel like he needed to show up at the end. He yeah. just could have been one more person who didn't recognize Gammon that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's just kind of showing up to either just lie to the camera, or he did have suspicions it was going on and did nothing. Yeah, yeah. Now, he he knew this was happening, he knew it was an ongoing problem for lots of Digimon, and at no point considered that Gammon might have been affected by this. Mm-hmm, yeah. But for all of those lowlights, I still walked away with a pretty good impression of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the, the fairly solid uh, kind of backbone to it carried a lot of weight. 
Yeah. And I, I, I really do think that a lot of those little things that they did slightly differently compared to a bunch of episodes, a bunch of other episodes actually like really notched up the, the overall experience for me. Yeah. They really kind of worked on being a spooky show about ghosts for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was straight up when they gave me that splash screen episode title, I was like, Oh yeah, no, that, that was, was cool. That was good stuff. I yeah. loved the little like kind of black hazy outline Gammon we got in the the early shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, w- when they were making it so that you know the imposter Gammon's face was always covered, I was like, uh. "Oh, this is really good." Yep. Um, and actually, so I initially wrote this down as a miscellaneous thought, and you know what? It still is. So never mind. We'll get to it later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and officially transition over there because we kind of got there a minute ago. To miscellaneous thoughts. Yeah. We're going out of order, if so. Okay. Uh, let's just go in order. Okay, Next up is right. uh, Hey Quinn. Who was your favorite character? Uh, I'm gonna actually give it to Gammon, who well, you know, like had some pathos this episode. He really did. It was kind of a tough call for me. I could, I definitely considered Gammon. Yeah. I think I'm giving it to Mekuman though because um, it was it was very... a good performance for a yeah character yeah it was really good I quite liked it and it was very um, reminiscent of another show whose name I shall not speak <laughs> I appreciated that we implied a backstory without needing to show me the entire backstory. Yes, that was also nice. Just leave it up to the viewer's imagination. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Bad things happened. Yep. Uh, okay, so how would you rate this episode? Um, I'm gonna give it a, a five, but like a soft five. It's it's on the low end. Okay, I think I've been kind of flip flopping between a four and a four point five, but I think I am gonna stick with a four point five in the end because that's what I wrote down in my notes, and I already figured out where I was gonna place it if I gave it a four point five. Yep, big mood. Yeah, but like, so like, I really liked, I, I love what this episode could have been, but mm-hmm. if it was, and like, if it was just a little less slapstick, I think it could have been that. That's fair. But it just, it wasn't, and... They didn't want to scare the seven-year-olds too much, and I Yeah, exactly, I I and I get that, but like, sometimes Damn. you just gotta encourage the cowardly dog, traumatize some kids, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's not like Digimon has historically shied away from traumatizing children. Oh, really? Okay, well, fair enough. So yeah, all the more reason to just say, come on, you cowards, scare the children to give me a good episode. <laughs> uh, so on that note, Quinn, how would you, uh, where is this episode fitting into your rankings? Uh, I am putting it in, I believe, seventh place between episodes 20 and 2. Mm, okay. Well, if you, uh, I assume that's at the bottom of your fives? Uh, thereabouts, yeah. Okay. Well... As it is, it's towards the top of my 4.5s, despite me just saying about how I was flip-flopping between a 4 and a 4.5. Uh, it's actually going to be at the top of my 4.5s, because I, I just really love what this episode could have been, and was mm-hmm. for the first, like, two-thirds or so. Yeah, um, but anyway, yeah. two-thirds were, like, pretty great. So yeah, I'm putting mine in 8th place between episode 24, Twisted Love, and episode 2, The Mystery of the Museum. Below 24, above 2. Um, miscellaneous thoughts time? Sounds good. Okay. So my miscellaneous thought was that, um, and it's much less valid after we got partway through the episode, but at least uh, for the first third of the episode, I was like, 
you know, even though it does detract from the mystery a bit, I do kind of appreciate that, you know, they're giving the imposter a noticeably different voice just so that the viewer can be, you know, certain which one's which. Um, but, you know, then later they just showed the stupid face. So it became much less uh, noteworthy. <laughs> Yeah. But that's that's another thing that I kind of wish would have been a little better about it. Like, you know, act, you know, leave the viewer confused, too. They I think it would have been the, really nice uh, if they'd the done preview. that. And yeah, I agree. I would have had the same actor do it and maybe just give a, a little bit different inflection on it. Yeah, yeah. You could still kind of act kind of, you know, brusque and uh, just, just slightly off like they kind of did. But, you know, have it be mm-hmm. the same voice and just make it be from the mannerisms that you can tell, oh, this isn't. This isn't the same. This isn't the same yeah. Gammon we know. It, it, it is is it? Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been a lot better. But again, you know, can't scare the seven year olds too much. Um, my miscellaneous thought is that the the shot of Jellymon sitting on top of a tied <laughs> up uh, uh, Kiyoshiro Kiyoshiro is just trying to influence children. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. they know what they're doing here. Uh, I was going to say let's hope, but I don't know if I should now. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, I don't know if it's better if it's intentional or not, but... Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. I didn't have any of the miscellaneous thoughts, did you? Um, Nothing that I don't think got uh, sort of included in the, the lowlights. Okay. Uh, how about our thoughts about the series thus far? Um... I won't go too much into my usual, you know, there could be a little more plot. Um, I didn't hate what we were doing this week, even though it didn't, you know, advance anything, and that was fine. Uh, Not every week needs to. Um, In general, though, God, I am dying to know anything about Hero's dad and whether or not he's even alive. Oh, come on, you got a leaf scribbling last episode. Is that not good (laughs) enough for you, Quinn? Uh, you know, I have to say, the the federal government is accepting leaf scribbles as a form of identity now, so... Uh-huh, yeah. Apparently they're very uh, trustworthy and difficult to forge. Mm-hmm. Um, my thoughts about the series thus far is that I really hope that we do more episodes in the style of this one, because I feel like this mm-hmm. one combined a lot of the better parts of some of the best episodes, like just kind of the atmosphere and stuff that they've had. Along yeah. with some of the... I really liked the animation in this episode. Um, yeah, a lot of it was very good. Yeah, and, and just the the way that they kind of slightly changed things up. I really liked that. And I get that if you do it every episode, it certainly lessens the impact. So I, I don't hope that they do it every time, but I hope that they do it again. Mm-hmm. And the outro was, <sighs> was just a bop. Yeah, keep this outro for the rest of the series, please. I'm sure they won't, but I hope they do. Yeah, we're almost certainly going to get... Uh... One more, maybe two, but... Yeah, depends yeah, on how many two. more episodes there are. Um, um, I think that brings are... us to next time on. Yeah. Um, kind of digging the, the just random whispers you can't identify thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like it'll be a spooky one. I appreciate that we're getting some Kiyoshiro. Um, I f- I'm trying to remember because it's been a very long day. Uh, has Jellymon? Yeah, Jellymon has gotten to the the perfect form by now. Yep. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll just get some some good personality out of Jellymon because that's been a hot minute. Yeah, I'm hoping so. 
I'm interested to see how next episode will go, um, especially given how, like, they've kind of, the show has kind of in the past, like, flirted with the idea of Kiyoshiro having dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see if, uh, how, I'll be interested to see how next episode goes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll be, I'll be curious to see what, uh, our listeners who have given us some insights on that, uh, think about it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's basically what I had. Oh, and it did remind me of one other minor lowlight for this one, which is that um, it sure kind of sucks that when uh, we have a, a really weak uh, Kiyoshiro, uh, you know, hero still kind of comes in to save the day. But when we have a hero week, really can literally just only show up on, a, you know, video window. Yeah, and just be kind of useless. Even yeah. in Goromon's, like, little poem at the end was just, open your heart. I guess. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Please so, let me do things. Yeah, so next week well and see that's the thing. I bet next week we're gonna let Kiyoshira do things, but we don't really let we don't really let really do things, which is a shame. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, those are our predictions, I guess. Uh let's mm-hmm. see. There's no other segments or anything, right? No. Okay. No. Well cool. We kind of rushed through tonight because we helped our friends move all day and we're very, very tired. Yeah, I also forgot that we had to record and took some sleeping so pills about an that. hour and a half ago now, so I'm very yeah. tired. Anyway, mm-hmm. I okay. think that's it for us. Night, mm-hmm. everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. And now back to me on my lonesome with the monster in my closet. So... Time for discussions. So, my highlights. So, I also really loved the new outro. It was a pretty catchy song. I liked the animations and the graphics that went along with it. I like how we included the other Digimon that are appearing in this show, such as Black Tailmon. That was kind of cool to see. I do like that. It felt kind of funky, but also kind of creepy, which is a good vibe to get from Ghost Game. I feel like it's, it's doing that quite well. In terms of the episode itself... This episode made me feel, like, kind of emotional and kind of creeped out, as it reminded me of a reoccurring dream that I had as a kid where there were copies of me and nobody recognised me. And then later on in the dream, there'd be, like, copies of other people and I could see the other people. And I'd be like, hey, what? how come there's two of my aunt or what have you? And nobody would believe me. They said, no, there's only one of your aunt. And it was just, it was really, really weird. It was, it was really scary. And this episode reminded me a lot of that. So that added to like the creepy, ominous atmosphere that this episode had. And also the episode was paced fairly well. The chocolate bit was also plot important. Like it was in the same way in the the face taker episode where we have Hiro being unable to say no. We're using something that has been introduced as a character trait very early on in the show and it's actually coming into play for a fairly quick resolution of the episode but a reasonable one. Something that you've already implemented as something from the character. So, so that's fine. And I thought that it was paced fairly well. It didn't have any moments that felt like it went on too long. It didn't feel like it was rushed at all because the the easy solve of the end of the episode was something that we already knew about the character. So that's fine. It was also nice to see Mokumon. I am really feeling bad for Mokumon, however, because showed up in Digimon Adventure Try, had a fairly bad time showing up in Ghost Game, albeit with a masculine voice instead of a feminine one, and basically just stopped existing and just, like, just disappeared. And that was really, really sad to see. So 
Mokumon just can't catch a break. Like the cat returned only to die, and it was it was kind of actually sad. Like I I kind of do want to know more about this Mokumon. Like there was if if this was a longer show, I'm sure we would uh, have like some flashbacks of Mokumon's life and having a happy life, and then being just disowned. Or maybe this is just Mokumon talking about how it feels like it's been treated by Toei. It just kind of stopped existing once Digimon Adventure Tri stopped. So that was kind of cool. Uh, my last highlight is that I like how the characters have seasonal clothing and how their clothes changes show up in the evolution animation. Like in the other episode where we have the Thetismon evolution and we have Kyo being poisoned, like he has poison damage on his arm and that appeared in the evolution animation. That was cool. I do like that. I do like how that changed. I'm a big fan of the fact that the characters actually wear multiple bits of clothes. That they, they change their clothing in episode to episode. It makes it feel more realistic. Uh, lots of Digimon seasons don't have uh, the characters ever change clothes, even when we see them go home at night, they always come back dressed in different clothes. At least with things like Sabres, we had them change clothes into their like uniforms from their casual clothes, and I guess uh, they're in uniform, so of course their clothes don't change. And in Zero Two, we just had them have their home life clothes and their digital world clothes, and that was it. But in Ghost Game, we actually have a wardrobe of more than just two items and clothing, so that that's that's pretty cool. Respect to that, especially with this changing of seasons, how the show seems to be progressing in time, like real time is. So they're wearing like a, a like cooler outfits because it's warmer. So I like that. Uh, in terms of my lowlights, and this is something that. I guess the episode is really good until like I started thinking about all these lowlights, uh, which is I wish they explained why Gamamon was being seen as another Digimon when multiple Digimon are known to exist uh, 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 and are still the same species. The characters didn't refer to Gamamon as still being a Gamamon, just a different Gamamon. There was nothing to sort of show that they were seeing Gamamon as anything other but but a Gamamon, but they didn't address it. It felt like it was just... I know it seems like a nitpick and it's a weird hill to, for me to die on, but I just really... It just was It just was really weird. It was really weird to me that we know that there are multiples. In fact, this episode has multiple Betsumon. We're not saying that, oh, well, there's only one Betsumon and the rest are all imposters. We're just saying that they are a group of Betsumon, so why couldn't this be a, another Gamamon? Everyone was surprised to see Gamamon existing, they didn't say, oh, it's another Gamamon. Like, I don't know who, what they saw Gamamon as. I would have liked to know. They just completely forgot that he existed, but also still remembered that Gamamon existed and what Gamamon looks like. I, I guess you could say the face and the voice were different, but I am fairly certain that the reason the face and the voice were different was just for our benefit as the audience and not the actual characters in the show. I'm sure that it was actually meant to just look like Gamamon straight up in the actual show because when Hero did still recognize Gamamon, he still saw uh, the imposter Gamamon as being Gamamon. So that that is kind of weird. So that was something. My other kind of a bit of a nitpick, but something that's really annoying is the fact that Clockmon had no reason to show up at the end. It was nice seeing Clockmon. It's nice when we see characters come back. That That is cool. We kind of know the characters exist. But he was completely unhelpful when Gammon found him. And when Gammon was like, hey, uh, I I've been replaced, Clockmon was like, you're not Gammon, and then just left. But then later on, we have Clockmon show up at the end of the episode. He just says, "Ah, oh, I knew all along I, I, that it was that it was uh, it was Betsubon. Um, he was just not not helpful at all. He even said, "Oh yes, well, I've heard about Digimon being replaced by Betsumon. 
I'm not sure why his flags weren't like you know set to caution when he saw a uh, Gamamon saying that you know about the Digimon that he didn't recognize and looked like Gamamon or looked whatever he looked like. He didn't think about that at all then. It just feels like a weird thing. Like, nobody was helping Gamamon, and I feel kind of bad for it. Like, why have Clockmon show up at the end if we're also going to introduce him as a character who doesn't even think about anything when Gamamon is um, clearly alarmed by what's happening? And the last, like, very minor nitpick. This one's tiny compared to the other two, but the animation just... It was just okay this episode. Like, it wasn't bad by any means. And it was still, like, I'd say the same quality as a lot of Adventure Colon was and a lot of Digimon in general. However, compared to previous episodes of Ghost Game, the animation just seemed not as good. And that's because, and that, that's something to say about how good Ghost Game's animation is, that this episode was just okay in terms of animation. And it really, like, it, it was more clear as uh, as not being so good as animation. It was still good. It was still good, but it wasn't as good as previous episodes. And I guess that's a testament to how good Ghost Game is in terms of animation. So I guess it's a it, it's it's a very very small low light because I don't often mention about animation. It's just something that I noticed. In terms of favorite character, I'm going to choose Gamamon because we actually use the fact that he loves chocolate and that's his champion as like a way to solve the episode. Though it was almost Meikumon, but I guess I wasn't too excited to see Meikumon. It was just kind of like a, oh, it's Meikumon. It wasn't like when Harrismon showed up. I wasn't going, like, oh, that's Harrismon. Like, it wasn't like that. It was just like, oh, okay, it's Meikumon. That, that's another Digimon that exists. And I'm not going to always pick the Digimon that shows up because it's not always a really, like, surprising Digimon to show up. Harrismon was surprising, especially because it just got kind of cut out of, um... Because it was just in Rear Eyes, and Rear Eyes got, like, canned a few months ago. So it was kind of just nice to see Harrismon existing in something. Makemon is just like, at least we've had Makemon, like... Makemon felt like a, a bigger character in terms of the franchise. Harrismon was just in the, the Gacha mobile game. You can't enjoy the enjoy Rear Eyes anymore like you could back then. Uh, you can still enjoy Digimon Adventure Try by watching it. So I'm going to pick Gammon. Uh, in terms of my rating, I'm going to put this as a 1.5 out of 5. I, I just did not like this episode. As much as I liked the creepy feeling that I got and being reminded about my reoccurring nightmares as a kid, uh, which is which is always good. I do like when Ghost Game actually succeeds to make me slightly creeped out. The episode in general, I just didn't... I just wasn't a big fan of. Uh, again, the, the I know I know it's a, a, a kid show, so I shouldn't expect anything like huge out of it but I just wish they explained why Gammon wasn't recognized at all like was he just like a shadow did he have no nothing going on there I don't know and the fact that Clockmon just shouldn't have been at the end of the episode like it should just I mean I, I guess I understand why they put Clockmon at the end it was like so we don't just leave a pile of criminals just hanging out like Clockmon's going to deal with them but I kind of wish that... I honestly prefer if uh, Black Tailmon showed up to shush them back to the digital world like we've seen happen with the bit, the baddie Digimon before. I don't know. There could have been something done there. Or just kill. Just just kill some Digimon. Uh, that that would have been fine. Like, if we had Gulas Gammon show up and have, like, a, a bad time because he wasn't recognised and then just destroy them. I don't know. It just felt kind of weird there. So adding together the three of our ratings puts this episode in 18th place. In terms of my own ranking, I'm putting it in last place because I guess me saying that last week's episode could be possibly as bad as it gets and that cursed me. So uh, it's in last place. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> to, over to Postmon Pat. First of all, we have Narumi, who says their main lowlight of the episode was the response from Hiro's father. It was just, I don't know, figure it out by yourself, bye. And yeah, absolutely, that, that was annoying. And they then continue to say that they thought Hiro would ask anything about Gamamon, but he asked about how to handle with the troublesome Digimon. I would rather not having this part to have more time for the main problem of the episode, but the ending of episode 31 would be rushed either way, unfortunately. Next, we have Lazy Croconore, who says that this episode was okay for them. They have not much to say about Zubamon, didn't really give them a re reaction like Harrismon did because they didn't know them, but also due to that, they weren't bothered for how it looked, at least Angoramon being a nerd was cute. Yeah, that was really great. They then say next episode, as in this week's episode, is weird that it has its own special poster. And yeah, it it, it did. That was really cool to see on Twitter, uh, where it had, like, Betsumon, like, being a shadow next to Gamon. That was really cool. I don't know why we got one for episode 32, but not for any of the other episodes. Feels kind of weird. Anyway, uh, they then say that, uh, weird that it has its own poster, but they would absolutely love seeing Gulas or a reference to him, but won't hold their breath. Good, because there was no reference to Gulas Gammon, uh, for it, but they really hope that the fake Gammon actually has the Gammon face due to the poster saying the mod of the week. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. And they say, nice podcast. It's weird that they found the, the channel due to their excitement for episode 13 of Ghost Game. It's really great that new people are finding out about the podcast. Uh, that means a lot. Like, it, it's also, like, extremely important that people have been listening to this podcast from episode one all those years ago in 2015, I think it was. And it's really great that we still have those listeners there, but it is also great that new people are discovering about the podcast and I hope more people do. Like, I would love for more people to be able to join in on this conversation uh, that I have every week about Digimon because it's, it's fun and exciting and it's also, it's nice to see this thing that... I started, yeah, it, seven years ago now, uh, is still getting new people finding it, which is, it's really important. And I kind of hope that people are still listening to the old episodes as well, uh, even though they're not as, I guess, good in terms of quality. Like I was still learning how to podcast, like how to edit and how to record and everything. So I'm, I, I, I hope that the old episodes are still getting as much love as the new episodes. They're all available on podcast catchers and on YouTube. So they, they are there to be listened to at least. But uh, yeah, so thanks for, for finding us. And lastly, we have Danny who says, a Pokemon comeback would be nice because they miss him. And yeah, I miss Pokemon too. I wonder if it'll be a ghost or if we'll get an episode where we learn about reincarnation in Digimon because every so often in a season we do get the uh, the odd episode about how Digimon are born and and I feel like that's in most seasons of the show. So I guess that would be a place for Pokemon to return in some way or at least flashbacks or at least some explanation, maybe some explanation to Gamamon about what happened because Gamamon kind of just didn't, like, oh, he went on a trip, he'll come back soon, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of left it at that. So I, I hope he comes back, but I think it's going to be an emotional episode, which is always good. Uh, so that was it for Postmon Pat. In terms of my thoughts about the series so far, I'm not going to curse it like I did last week. I'm still enjoying the creepy aspect, but I like how this episode did pace it rather well. It did solve it with something that they kind of already introduced as a character aspect. I do like that. Uh, recently, I've, I've, well, I guess I've just finished it. I've been watching um, Dead End on uh, on Netflix, and it's another sort of show that is horror, but horror for the kids. Like, Dead End is aimed at young adults and teenagers, 
so not too much older than the demographic for Ghost Game, and it has a very similar feel to it. It is horror, but it is sort of, it's horror that you can let kids watch. It is acceptable horror for all ages. It's family horror, and it has a, a, a nice feel to it. And comparing the way that Dead End is going, or, well, went, I've, I just finished season one, there's, I guess, a season two coming? But uh, yeah, so in terms of each episode being rather episodic, but there's like an overall overarching plot, like there is in Ghost Game. Ghost Game's overarching plot is there's something going on with Gammon, there's something going on with Hero's dad, and there's like a mystery behind that. There's also the, you know, Black Tailmon, Black Agumon, Black Gargomon hanging out, being vaguely sinister. And then in Dead End, we have, I guess I don't want to spoil it too much because... You might not have seen any of it, but there is some sort of overarching plot there, but it is largely episodic, even though it's only 10 episodes long in terms of, you know, length. It's only one season, 10 episodes long so far. And Ghost Game is 31 or 32 episodes out of an unknown amount, probably ending in the next 20 or so episodes, I guess. So that is different, but in terms of the length of individual episodes, they're more or less the same. And I feel like Dead End handles the length of their episode better. It never feels like they are rushed for time. They tell the story fairly well, and they might give a little bit of a crumb of the the plot in each episode each of those 10 episodes they kind of like and then obviously the last two episodes or last few episodes are more focused around that plot but the episodes in the middle and at the start are kind of like you get your mon of the week or your story of the week with like a crumb of plot and I feel like that's a better way to handle it but also each episode feels like it's better contained than uh, each episode of of Ghost Game, like it's, I never feel like the pacing in Dead End was rushed at all. I, but in Ghost Game, there's quite quite often that I'll say, that, oh, this is the Ghost Game problem. It feels rushed. However, this episode was paced well. But in terms of my whole, the whole series, I feel like it could be done better and it could be more like Dead End. But I guess if you're enjoying Ghost Game and you enjoy this podcast, definitely watch Dead End. It's on Netflix and it is probably one of the best shows that I've seen for a long time. So I guess that's my recommendation. I guess I'm bringing back Weekly Wonder, which was an old segment that we had back on the podcast many years ago. So go watch Dead End. It is 10 episodes long. It's on Netflix. So it's very, very easy to consume. Uh, You can bash it out in like a week and that's what I did. So in any case, those are my thoughts so far. Kind of mismatched of like, uh, it's like Dead End, but Dead End does it better. And I wish this show was a little bit better at pacing, even though this episode was good in terms of pacing. But those are my thoughts for the whole show. Next week, we have a really scary looking one. Episode 33 is called Whispers of the Dead. And it looks to be a Kyo- Kiyoshiro episode. But I I kind of just, I really would like a Ruri episode soon because I love Kiyoshiro. He's probably my favorite of the three. But I want to know more about Ruri. But I guess it's fine having a Kiyoshiro episode because it's it's nice to see another character. And I love Kiyoshiro. I love Jellymon. But the next episode seems genuinely terrifying. It's got some really scary things. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And I'm I'm hoping that the uh, that I that I enjoy more episodes again. That'd be fun. So thanks for listening to this week's episode. You can join us next time for episode 33, Whispers of the Dead. But for now, you can find the link dump for this episode in the description, as is our Redbubble, and a bunch of ways for you to contact us and stay updated. 
such as emailing us at lostintransationmon at gmail.com or, of course, commenting on this episode on our website, lostintransationmon.com or on this episode on YouTube. You can follow us at Translation on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and, of course, YouTube. I'm at Digimon underscore hero on TikTok and I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash translationmon and Digimon Survive's coming out soon so I intend to do lots of streams and lots of videos for YouTube and lots of general content about the, the game so I recommend if you want to get in on that to follow me on as many things as you possibly can and I'd appreciate it anyway. And you can also chat with us about Digimon games, Digimon anime, Digimon anything on the Lost in Translation on Discord server. But if you enjoy this podcast, please please consider leaving us a quick five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other podcast catcher that you use. To help out, you can also donate to our Patreon, which links in the description from as little as a dollar a month, and that gets you access to the Patreon-only as areas of our Discord server, but there are higher levels, more rewards, such as unedited and early episodes, and more, so check that out. And of course, thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Stephen Reeves, who is Wild and 64 on Archive Our Own, Kadawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Neobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Lismet, who is Lekman on Tumblr, Nicholas, Sam, Emery from Gone Will Hunting, a Hunter Hunter Rewatch podcast, Magnus, Lucas, Jason105, Patrick, Jason, Great Nuki, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, Alamist, Michael, and Tropiamon. You can also make a one donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash You can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Erdra. And that is it for this week's episode. So have yourself a wonderful, fantastic week, and I will see you on the next one. Bye!